Welcome to Motivation. A show for females that need more awesomeness and want more happiness in this world. Motivation, inspiration, tips, good stories, laughter and balance. My awesome co-super women in this swirling sisterhood of power. Let's fire up that motivation and let's dive in. With, of course, your happy host, me, Monica. Welcome, my dear listeners and motivators. I'm your host, Monica Elfing, speaker and coach for women. And if you want to know more about that, then as always, head down to my Instagram at Monica Coach for Women and we can talk more there. But for now, I hope you all have a beautiful day because that is something that you so, so deserve and something else that you as a person, as a woman also deserve is self-care, self-love and feeling worthy of having that beautiful day. Today I will be talking to the queen of retreats, the woman that brings women together, the woman that is determined to make this world a little bit better for women as she is so such a big believer in treating yourself with love and respect and giving yourself what you so, so deserve. And as you might know now, I am such a big supporter of this. As self-care and love is where I work with my clients on so, so much. And geez, how excited I am to be talking about this with this queen. As this woman is so impressive, so strong and dedicated to her work, she organizes these amazing retreats full of luxury and something we are all dreaming of doing. Well, she definitely makes a dream come true. So drum roll, because today I'll be talking to Liesl Elbrecht. This queen, as I said, makes women's manifestations come true. With her business, The Retreat Specialist, she creates connection, self-care and love for yourself, others and the world around you. Beside that, she also runs retreat school to learn others to do this. I mean, that is pretty cool. And mm, side note, I am also still in this process. Liesl is huge on learning, sharing and inspiration. And so on her retreat, she has speakers coming from anywhere in the world. And to just name a few, Elizabeth Gilbert, Lisa Messenger, Gabby Bernstein, I mean, she makes it happen. Before she was creating this magic for women, and let me just say this a little bit slower, she was a social worker, and after having a burnout and a marriage breaking down, she left it to create something special. And this is how her business was born. The ultimate retreat experience and the ultimate girls week away. This lady really worked through her shit. Got up and chose for herself her life and her dreams. 
With this, I know you can so do this too. Everyone can. So, Liesl, welcome to the show. I can't wait to dive deeper into this episode. That's about the most excited welcome <laughs> I've ever had on a podcast, and I've been on a few now. So that was awesome to listen to. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You definitely deserve it too. You give others what they deserve. So here you are. And I do feel that way about you. <laughs> Lisa, I am so excited to um, do, be doing this with you. And before, of course, we dive deeper into this episode, we always have, you know, a couple of warm-up questions for you. Um, how yep. would you describe yourself to the listeners? Oh, well, I'm 50. Mm-hmm. I, like you said, I was a social worker and I just got burnt out and decided I'd been running retreats for 26 years. So it was a natural progression. But for me, I'm really passionate about women walking the path that they're here to walk. So women stepping into their, into their light or their, you know, what they're here to do and to light up when they think about life. Like I'm so passionate about that. And I just want women to have this an amazing experience every day. Mm, Beautiful. So really to describe yourself, it's just you come from love and you're filled with love. (laughs) 100%, 100%. But, you know, I'm a mum and a stepmum and a wife and a daughter and all those things and Mm. you know when you we know life gets so busy and so it's just nice to step out of your normal everyday life into a place where you totally belong no matter who you are what you are and I love creating those experiences for people Mm. A creator of love, let's say. Love that. (laughs) Hey, what is something that motivates you and always will? I don't want the mundane. I don't want, I don't do well with just everyday life, one day after the next and nothing very exciting happening. So for me, that motivation in my business then ripples into my life. So I get to go to amazing locations before COVID and after COVID, not during COVID. Um, But it's really that light in me that comes on when I'm at a retreat or when I'm going to a new location or meeting new women and and just seeing them light up is what motivates me as well. Mm, That's beautiful. So if then, if you could change something in the world, what would you change? One of my goals is that retreats are there for every woman and they become normal as, you know, going on a weekend with your family or going away with girlfriends, that sort of thing, that going on a retreat every year is just a normal part of your self-care and your maintenance, maintenance, so to speak. If I could change one thing, that's what it would be that retreats are normal because really your 
your vision is to create an extraordinary uh, experience, right? That give yep. women from all around the world permission to grow this too. And I got this to be themselves while learning about different cultures, connecting with inspiring leaders, like what you just said, the Gabby Bernstein yep. and female leaders and providing a supportive community that celebrates pretty much everything that it means to be a woman. So why do you think it is so important why, with what you just also said that you just want to make retreats normal? Yeah, because it's important because, you know, as women and it doesn't matter, you know, what sort of work you do, whether you stay at home, whether like it doesn't matter what your life looks at, women are overgivers. We give so much to everybody else and it could be that we're exhausted from getting the kids lunches and getting them off to school or, you know, looking after our pets you know that we're that we're that we're mothers of pets or that we are just so busy in our everyday lives we often forget about who we are and what we're here for and we we need to be more selfish in that sense we need to take time off for ourselves so that we can thrive and that ripple effect of us feeling good then spreads out to those around us Mm. So that makes it really that that's the important thing, right? Like to give and then you can, well, with giving you're receiving too, but a lot of times we give and we don't receive. And that's especially, you know, in our, in our homes and in our, you know, surroundings and stuff. So with you going or with, as a woman goes to retreat, that's something that she gives herself and then, A hundred percent. And, you know, a lot of women will go to retreats by themselves. I would say if it was worked out statistically, probably 75 to 80% of women will go to a retreat and not know anyone. And suddenly you're in this environment that, you know, you've suddenly got a whole group of new friends. You're sharing this amazing experience. And I've got I would say that it feels like thousands of stories now of women that meet on a retreat and then become lifelong best friends. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's a week until you see them again or 10 years, that connection is still there. And it's something very unique that, you know, you might go to say you go to someone's wedding, right? And you meet someone and you click and you're like, oh, let's catch up. The probability of that is very small. Yeah. And if you meet again, you know, at the next wedding, then that connection may be still be there, but you haven't done much about it. With retreats, it's different. I think it is because it is something you go there for yourself, like for a wedding, you go there for the wedding and then it's fun. Yeah. So it's a totally different thing. And I think then you're more opening up for yourself because you're putting yourself first. And definitely. And and with that, putting yourself first, tell me what that really means for you and, and why this is so big for you. It's a really interesting question. It's so it's so important for me to put myself first because I didn't for so many years. Was off backpacking after uni in Europe and my parents moved and then I had the responsibilities of 
supporting them in their business and I met my ex-husband and suddenly I was a partner, a live-in partner, which I'd never been before. I We were then married and had kids and, and you know, if you read my bio, like that relationship was not very good. And so I was always putting everybody else first. And then I got to the point where I was just exhausted and I was running retreats and things during that time in my weekends and holidays and that sort of stuff. And I realised that if I didn't start doing things differently for me and putting my needs first, then, you know, I was not being a good mum. I wasn't being a good mum or, you know, a good daughter or friend or any of those things because I wasn't functioning to the full of my ability. Mm. And I think that's really important that you just said that and that you made it really personal because that's where most of our businesses come from, where we started and, and how yep. how deep it is. And I think what you just said, and it took some years to get that to that realization that putting yourself first was so important because why do you think it scares women to put themselves first or better said what you what you did and what you discovered through your past work and, and your life what do you think women believe or fear I think that women will realize that they're not happy in their lives. They know it and they know they need to make changes and they have this fear of what will that look like? Like what will that look like if I'm happy? Mm. That fear of almost being exposed. You know, I had a conversation my dad lives in Austria. His wife is very Austrian. Old, their friends are very old school. And we were having a discussion one time I was over there about do all the women get divorced after they've been on your retreat? <laughs> yeah. And I was like. Well, I need to say no. this because, yes, because <laughs> actually it does happen a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> It does because suddenly so if women you want to get divorced to this, or if you don't yeah. want to get divorced, don't go to the I know, I know. But see, what it is is it's women are going to a place that is safe, that that space is held for them just to be and to just be themselves and to be able to talk about things that are going on for them. And women come back and get divorced from going on a retreat. It's not the retreat. It was happening already. If you're happy in a relationship or with your life, then people don't come home from a retreat. Yeah, it'll (laughs) all be good. Yeah, and I think that the conversation that you had, I had the other day too with a friend. I was like, it's so weird. With the clients I work with, a lot of people get separated from their partners because... Because if you start working on yourself and putting yourself first, you see how much you actually missed out on and how yep. maybe toxic or how unhealthy it was to maybe not even be in that relationship, but be in, in the negative relationship with yourself. And then all these people that all your stories that you have bottled inside finally can come out because you have other people to talk about and then other realizations come with that and 
it just works like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's and a beautiful you know, thing. <clears throat> it, it really is. And to watch often women will come to retreats and it doesn't matter whether it's a weekend or a week or 12 days or whatever. If as a facilitator, you hold this space for women to grow and to feel love and to be nurtured and all those things, changes will happen and you see women come and are really like got their walls up really guarded at the start and then by the time they leave they're crying because they don't want to leave because they're in such a nurtured space yeah yeah and I think as you just said it's it's that fear too it's the fear of change and the fear of the unknown um Mm. Really, if, if you think about that, and if you if I can ask you that question, what would you recommend to do to others to to believe that they are really worthy enough to choose for themselves? So one of the joys of working from home, I can hear my dog barking and I'm going, what is it barking at? And why is someone not making it be quiet? <laughs> what was the question? It's because it's your job as a woman. <laughs> I know, right? I said to my <laughs> husband, I said, don't let the dog bark. <laughs> what was your question, uh, Monica? Um, just a question about fear and how would you or how would you recommend others or what can you recommend to others to, you know, really start that belief that they are worthy enough? So I would say do small things. It might be already that you catch up with your girlfriends and go to the movies or go out for dinner or catch up as families, all those things. That is awesome and it is a really good start. I would start with planning something. What's the next step up? Do you go away for a weekend by yourself or with your girlfriends? Those really small steps that can seem really big when you think about them but those small things it might even be that you start a practice of journaling each day of what you're grateful for what you love about yourself and your life you know as women we're very good at you know someone says oh that's a really nice dress and you go oh yeah this old thing like it's been in my wardrobe for ages Instead, say thank you. Like I really appreciate you telling me that. Yeah. Because you you need to open your heart to those feelings of joy and gratitude and knowing that you're worthy of doing other things. Just because you're let's just give an example of a mother, because we know mums do all these things, you know, particularly if they're single mums or even if they've got partners, you know, we know mums do a lot of stuff around the house, whether it's realizing that there's a cobweb in the corner or that all the little things that men don't see. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure we can talk about that in a whole other podcast. really realizing you're worth it yeah and it can be something as simple as because you might not think you're worth it you know it can be as simple as getting a cleaner and doing it not yourself and not stressing about it I have friends that do that they think we always had this like they had like these little fights with their husbands and stuff and Mm. just because of the cleaning a lot of people have this and you know, why not then get rid of that, that negative 
feeling and those those energies and get somebody to clean your house for yeah. like two or three yeah. hours a week. It's definitely yeah. worth all the arguments and all things that surround. And that's something that putting yourself first too. And what you just said, I know I can't, of course I can't remember it. (laughs) Well, I just want to, I want to give an example of what someone could do because that power of manifestation, but also ingraining these beliefs inside yourself is whenever you walk past a mirror, look in the mirror and go, I am worth, So it could be that you're seeing it. Let's just use a retreat as an example. That's a weekend. I am worth it. I can go on, you know, Monica's retreat. Something very simple that you say to yourself every time you walk past a mirror and you get in that habit of doing that. And as it sinks into and ingrains in your psyche, you will really begin to believe that you are worth it. It is. Yeah. It changes your brain. And now I remember what I wanted to say. It's about that dress that you said, you know, the compliments. And I think as soon as you start turning that around, instead of like taking the compliments and saying, thank you, because that Mm. is something, all these tiny things, they will actually change your brain. And is that for a fact that it does. And every time you say, oh, no, this all rag, but it's something negative that you say in yourself instead of, oh, thank you. That's really nice of you. And say something back if you want, because that even brings up more happy hormones. So I think you're totally right about that. And that, you know, it can definitely be all these little things that can change life. But tell me a a little bit about that, because loads of people, you already said it, when they go on your retreat, it's life changing. Why is that you think? Why is it so that your retreat can change lives? Well, I think, I mean, my, my retreats do change lives. Like I know that, but so do lots of other people's retreats. Like mm. when, when retreats are done well, they are this life-changing experience. And it could be something as little as you've gone away, group of women, you might know one or two, and suddenly you don't have to cook or clean for the whole weekend. Mm. And this space is held for you to be, to be able to stop. You know, our lives are so busy and once you stop, then that space appears in your head for so much more. An example that I've got is I went on a, was running a retreat overseas. It was a group of about 15 women. And this woman was really heavily grieving about the death of her daughter. Mm. And she'd never had any answers. It was all a bit suspicious and never got any answers. And so she'd filled her life up with all these other things. So she didn't have to think Mm. about the pain inside. And it's the same for many women. That pain inside is just stuffed down and stuffed down and it comes up a bit and they stuff it back down. And she was able on on retreat to find that space to start to grieve properly Mm. and to understand that she's never going to get answers. Yeah. And that, which is terrible, but that space on a retreat where you can start to process some of that shit inside. Mm. And it doesn't matter how blessed our lives are. There's still some stuff in there 
there was one retreat I ran in Bali and, you know, the welcome workshop, we were talking about that sort of stuff. And two of the women were like, our lives are good. Our husbands are great. Our kids are fantastic. We've got jobs we love. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see what's brought up <laughs> of this week of us just being ourselves. And by day of three or four, like these were two women that were like brand new. They were so excited and they're like, thank you so much. I'd forgotten what it was like just to be me and to not have to think about everybody else. And I think that's the key, isn't it? We go on a retreat and we don't have to think about everybody else. Yes, I totally agree. And I like while I'm thinking about this, it's like, my life is great. I have a beautiful partner. I have a beautiful kid, you know, my life is good. And because yeah. I'm also really positive and seeing the positive things. So I do a lot of practices in that, but even yeah. though, cause coming to the retreat, of course, too. And then, and even like, it could be even little spa days or festivals, do it on your own or travel for a weekend on your own. It's, yeah. it's something that you do for yourself and that will change everything. Yes. Yes. Mm. And that's, that's the key, I think, mm. to find that thing that you can do, you know. I get so frustrated with women who won't travel without their husbands mm. or partners or, you know, kids or whoever because do it for yourself and not have to worry about them sitting in a hotel room and not enjoying themselves like that sort of thing it just yeah it's a it's a pet peeve of mine <laughs> yeah but it's all about that fear you know and as more women yeah. will do it and as that mm. your your passion your goal is to normalize getting and having time for yourself that's a big thing forwards with that I also want to say and and you are for me too but a lot for others um, around you you are a really big inspiration and that's because of your knowledge, because of your past, because you what you're doing and, and your love for connection and your passion and really want to change the world. You just said about the ripple effect. And yeah, and I am again so so big on this because as a life coach and a speaker, this is something that is so close to me and that's something that I totally preach. So these will tell me and and for the listeners inspire others with this this ripple effect the first time I realized that there was a ripple effect from retreats was when two women from two totally different cultures came together and there were it was a conversation around what our lives were like back home and you know one of the one of the girls women she was in her early 20s was from Pakistan and was going back home to an arranged marriage. And the other girl was from Sweden. And there was this conversation about how is that okay that you're going home to an arranged marriage? And she was talking about how she felt so lucky. She'd got to meet her fiance, you know, all these things before, before she actually had to marry him and live with him forever. And watching her through, you know, these conversations and how she held herself, I realized that she would take home part of the conversation. Mm. and the the girl from Sweden and all of us that were listening would take home these 
bits of the conversation of learning and growth about other cultures and it would then you know flow onto conversations at home and then flow out into the world and I had this when I started doing retreats I had this vision that if women from around the world can connect for whatever reason and whatever sort of retreat from yoga to business and everything in between that lives would be changed because of it but then they would go out into their communities and and those changes would continue to grow we always think that we connect with the people that are pretty much the same as us and then you come to a realization that it's not about that and it's not definitely not about cultures and stuff it's about the energy that you Mm. are vibing on the same and um yeah yeah, it's a beautiful thing to see and and it must be really cool having a job like you and you can see that all the time (laughs) well I've I've created it for myself yeah went from social work to okay what else can I do don't want to work in a shop (laughs) like how horrible don't want to really work for anybody and then went okay like this is what I could do and and it's gone from from that first thought to, you know, now I run an international company and I'm dealing with these amazing women that have done the same. They've built a reputation for themselves. Women like Elizabeth Gilbert, who Mm. talks so much about a powerful woman is a relaxed woman Mm. and that you need to give yourself permission to do things, spread their wisdom and their knowledge to other women through a retreat setting is just to me oh, that's just yeah. like the silver line. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you're so you're so right. And I don't know, I can talk about this for for a really long time. I know, let, me let's, too. <laughs> but let's uh, let's move on. What do you think now, and what you want to share to the world that will be really helpful for everyone to hear? Oh. Um, just do it. Just make a decision and do it. Treat yourself, whether it's a, you know, a night in a hotel with room service or a night sleeping in the back of a, a car and you open your eyes and there's the ocean in front of you. Like just make a decision to do something for yourself. Yeah. And don't be scared of the price tag or the the distance or any of those things. If something calls to you and you see it by accident, because there are never any accidents, like you see something that you're scrolling on social media, there goes those dogs again, (laughs) Um, and you just make the decision. Just do it. I think that's a really, yeah, yeah, that's really powerful. What does motivation mean for you and your clients? Motivation for me is that I have an end goal in sight. I have something that I know I want to achieve by this date. And so then things that I do are all connected to that. And that keeps me motivated because I see that that final goal on the horizon I think when I talk to clients motivation it's about joy which is what my final goal is on the horizon that I'm working towards it's some sort of joy that I will feel 
And for clients, you know, women coming on retreats, it's the same. That motivation is that joy that they will feel sitting in the pool sipping a cocktail. Yes. Or sitting around the dinner table with other other women talking about life. Yeah. And laughing, that laughing that you only get with women and girlfriends. Yeah. You know, that deep, yeah. Just yeah, I get you. And I think everybody yeah. hears this. This will, yeah, this will, everybody can envision themselves in a pool, sitting with your friends or sitting with people that vibe on the same energy as you and just laugh. Yeah. Oh God, I can't wait. I can't wait to go on retreats. I can't wait to go. I know, I know. I keep, I, <laughs> we are so in lockdown. I keep in about next year. And yeah, oh. I know, I know. And I see my friends traveling and the experiences that I'm creating are going to be like and for women to be back together and to be just that that energy of that connection of women is huge totally oh thank you so much Liesl this is where we're going to end my pleasure episode and thank you for all your shared knowledge and of course your time and energy to be doing this show with me today thank you lovely thank you so much for inviting me now as a listener, if you want to know more about Liesl or want to work with her, then go to her website or socials at www.lieselalbrecht.com or the Ultimate Girls Week Away. Of course, you can also message her about retreats that are coming up like next year. It will be in Vietnam, where, by the way, beautiful ladies, I'll be speaking to. So really... Now, after listening to all of this, you really don't have a choice anymore to just really come there. (laughs) And also, by the way, you can always email this beautiful lady if you are thinking of running a retreat and maybe want to be part of her school. And as always, all the other information will be also in the show notes and the descriptions. As always, I want to end this podcast with a quote of the amazing Brene Brown that says, Owning All worthiness is the act of acknowledging we are sacred. (laughs) Beautiful. And that is where we end this amazing episode of motivation. My lovely people, have a beautiful day. Much love to you all. And as always, be kind to the world. All right, all right, all right, awesome motivators. That was already the ending of this episode. But before we go, I would love to ask you if you like this episode and if so, the podcast, then share this with your friends or on your Insta stories and tag me in it at Monica underscore coach for women as this will totally help the podcast grow and with that we working on motivating women all around the world together and I would of course love to hear your thoughts and see where the motivation is going to and if you're ever thinking of achieving your biggest goal and working with me as your coach or cheerleader in your life, health or business, then please reach out on my Insta, Facebook or go to my website, heramazonianhealth.com where all the information and packages are and, you know, you can get a taste of the rest of my life and business a bit. All right, guys, hope to see your amazing soul soon again on Motivation.